Hello everyone, and welcome to another talk here. We're going to uh, think about some uh, chord shapes and sounds and uh, different things that we might um, play, um, both comping and um, maybe some chord melody, although we, we talked a little bit about that before. Um, but um, also go over some concepts. So we're falling under the uh, theory and fingerboard kind of um, episode today. So I'm um, going to keep in line with that theme. Okay, so um, let's move over to to this. For those who are watching the video, I'm I a little close up on the left hand here set up and a little bit of the right hand too. Let's talk a little bit about you know kind of families of uh, of chords and things. So, um, so we have the major seven type of chord. So this is a um, E flat major seven. Okay, and we have um, four notes within that that um, um, give us sort of the basic sound of that chord. Now let's say we're, we're thinking in terms of um, some scales, like uh, our key areas, key centers, or uh, modes, chord scales. Um, so generally we have seven notes. Right? So this is four notes. So we have kind of three other notes that um, might fit, and then of course there are notes outside of that as well. But you know, we can take certain certain notes and, and replace them. Now, the uh, five is a good note to kind of replace. So we get a little more color involved with that. So, so in this case, I, I just took the fifth of this chord and um, moved it up a whole step. Right, so I get this chord, which is nice because uh, we get a six in there, right, and a seven. So taking the the fifth and let's say moving it up a whole step, that can just add a little bit to your chord. You could also do the same thing in the opposite direction. Maybe take down a half step, although it becomes a little more challenging to play. So I'm going to tap, tap a note into here. Right, so that gives us a major 7 with a sharp 11 or sharp 4. Okay, I'm going to move it over my, my right hand there. Okay. All right, so we can go through that whole process on pretty much any chord that we play. So we'll Say we have a drop two, 
fifth up and take the fifth down. So on a major type chord, um, try playing around with uh, taking the, the fifth up a whole step, replaced by a note a whole step higher, and then also um, replaced by a half step lower. And then just kind of move that all around, you know, in different inversions, say. First inversion. These become really difficult to play with some of them, but okay, so we're taking that fifth of the chord and, and moving it around a little bit. Um, just kind of create some um, kind of well, for one thing, just kind of variety. See if I can fix this a little bit. Okay, so um, and then so you go, you know, any inversion. So and some string combinations are going to be a little easier than others, and some some chords might just be really kind of fairly impossible, but. Um, when you also add the uh, the nine, sometimes they actually become a little easier to do. So you can also say replace the root note with a nine. Okay, and then also start adding or changing some of those other shapes, and then you could almost you know add a, add a root note back into it. Okay. So those are some concepts that you can take into um, into just generally playing chords. So let's say we're on uh, Green Dolphin Street here. We start out with the E flat major seven, right? So then you could experiment with maybe this chord and relate it back to, let's say first inversion and kind of compare. So we replace the root with the nine there. Okay, so similar to that, we can also work with uh, minor. So let's say, um, and uh, there are different perspectives on this that we can take, and I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, so let's say we had a first inversion of E flat here. I reach over with my right hand from time to time and play a root note. Okay, so we have the first inversion. So again, we could, let's say, take the fifth, raise it. We could take the fifth, lower it. We could take the, let's say, root, root note and go a whole step above, works very well. So with a minor chord, you might take a note that's a whole step lower and a whole step higher. So a little different than the major. So the fourth um, is kind of an important location here. Um, well, they're all important, but that's one difference. 
Okay, then you can combine the 9 with the 11 and the, the 13. And then have you, as you do this with all the inversions, then you have a really nice network of, of shapes to, to work with. And almost, you know, always something available just about anywhere you are. All right, so now notice, you know, if I play this um, first inversion, it's kind of like a G6 chord, right? And if I replace the root with a 9, it's really kind of like a G flat major 7, right? And we put that over the E flat. So a little, you know, slash chords in the way of thinking about that. Okay, and then, you know, the, the tune, we go into this F major and E major, you know, so we can kind of take some of those same uh, shapes. Well, we talked about major, talked about minor. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, the dominant seven. So there's quite a lot of variety and um, context becomes pretty important. I mean, the context becomes important, is important on major and um, minor as well, but um, the dominant seven, uh, so let's say we have a C7 that comes up a little bit later here in the tune. Um, we can have all sorts of different kinds of shapes. So we have flat nine, natural nine, sharp nine, and depending on what, what fits, and we can kind of use our ear what, what works at any given moment, but you know, we have all that kind of available. Um, and then as far as the fifth goes, lower the fifth a half step, raise it a half step, raise it a whole step. So all of these kinds of extensions um, we we have to maybe make a little more um, distinction on on what we what we add in and what the what the context is there. And even you know, kind of going back to the to the major seven, I, you know, I mentioned the sharp eleven. Well, kind of in a sense, it's not really um, part of our our. Um, signature but that's okay we can play things outside of the key signature right so that sharp 11 gives us kind of a different sound right sort of a Lydian kind of sound all right another example so the the minor chord um, we're not typically gonna have a flat nine on a minor so we might have a um, chord that is maybe typically minor. Let me shut that off. Let's say, say G minor or something like that, um, where we might play more of a, um, if we have a flat nine, you know, we might play more like a dominant seven flat nine. 
Now, if you have, um, let's say we have a moment in this in this tune where we have, um, uh, let's see, D minor seven flat five. Okay, and we have a pretty good idea, right? That G minor or G dominant flat nine might follow that, right? Because the flat five of the uh, D minor seven flat five, this note, the A flat is the flat nine of that G7 chord. Right, so that is something that um, that kind of helps, you know, to give yourself some context. Now, let's say we have a change here later. We'll go, we might, might go, um, we have E flat, we have G minor, C7. And let's kind of bridge that between, you know, A flat, So in that context, we might use a natural nine for the A flat, right? Because it just feels like it works, so. Okay, now the C7, so I just play a C9. Let's see what it sounds like if we play C flat nine. That would work pretty well, too. Partly because it's followed by that minor chord, so it tends to tends to work nicely. Now, even if it goes to a major chord, it's nice to use the flat nine. So let's say we have, and we saw this in the Joe Pass um, chord solo the other day. Uh, we have the flat nine, so I'm playing a natural thirteen flat nine, or we could play. Flat 13 as well. So these are decisions that we can make, you know, for variety of sounds or a variety of, of reasons. So some of the reasons may be that it just fits, you know, intuitively we might match it with a certain progression in that context that certain things might just seem um, to work well. Sure, this is off too. Thank you. 
So um, some some of the um, as far as progressions, although this not really necessarily part of our focus on the talk, but um, we can take real simple. Um, sounds and move them around and then we have this nice sort of RL effect. We found that um, yesterday, so this is, I'm taking this right out of what we talked about, um, although I think we're in a different key, but uh, we have circle of fists. Right? So they're all major seven, so E flat, A flat, D flat, G flat, B, E, and then to make the last note maybe dominant, the last chord dominant. So again, getting back to kind of what we're um, trying to think about here, uh, we have um, We have a couple different chord shapes, or a couple different chord types, a major, minor, and dominant, really. And then, of course, we have half diminished and diminished as well. Um, but we can really color these in, in various ways. So I would, t I would tend to focus a bit on, the, um, on those three chord types and, and work on coloring those in a variety of ways. Um, the um, minor seven, a couple reasons why I might say that. Um, the, the minor seven flat five, a couple issues with, with that. Um, one is that the chord itself is asking us for a lot. So we have, we have minor, we have minor seven, we have a flat five. Okay, there's, so then you say, okay, well, if I'm playing four note voicings, well, that's three out of four. Okay, um, and then you might say, well, the root note, that might be a little hard to replace because um, the nine is gonna sound really edgy on things. The natural nine, can do that. So there are some kind of limitations there, you might say. Although, kind of maybe depends on the context of what you're what you're working at. I mean, this this is kind of a cool sounding chord. So you get the um, the natural nine in there, um, and also you know if you have a whole measure to play on something, or even you know, two beats, you might play the 11 that's a real common sound or if you want to get more fingers involved you know you could play oh, that's pretty cool so there you get the flat 5 flat 7 flat 3 and the 11 so that's a pretty cool sounding chord and uh, diminish you know the fully diminished chord that's another one that um, we have you know, that flat five, that uh, flat three, 
double flat seven, right? Root note. So it's already asking a lot of us, but it's fairly common to use um, a flat 13 to replace the flat nine, or flat five, I should say. everybody so um, let me know if, if you have any questions on how this all um, works out uh, I don't know if I mentioned that this is a podcast uh, I'm recording this as a podcast I'm also uh, live streaming to the YouTube um, channel and I'm gonna upload it as a video um, as well um, so thanks for checking this out I hope everybody enjoyed it and I'll see you all in the next one